Welcome, 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 women, to another exciting episode of Relentless, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Janae Bryce. Relentless, why? Because we can't stop, we don't stop, we won't stop our relentless pursuit of the will and the word of God. As is my custom today, I would like to give a shout out to those churches, associations, um, nonprofit organizations who have just invited me down through the years to to share my gift, whether it was speaking a word of poetry, emceeing a program, speaking on a Sunday morning, uh, women's uh, conferences, um, workshops, forums, anything that you've asked me to share in down through the years, I am grateful for you. Uh, To that end, I would like to give a shout out to the St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church of Sacramento, California, Reverend Ephraim Williams, Pastor Emeritus, and the new pastor and first lady, uh, Reverend and Sister Kenneth Reese. God bless you all. Uh, It has been my pleasure to share with the St. Paul family, and we pray that our paths will cross again. So as I prayed about what to share on this episode of Relentless, the podcast, um, I thought that I would share the lesson that I shared on last Friday, excuse me, last Thursday for the Water Walking Women uh, virtual conference. It was a blessing from the Lord. I am just overjoyed with the response. And so I was asked, um, will this be on one of our podcasts? So I decided to go ahead and do it today. So um, to that end, please turn with me to St. Luke. Chapter 1, verses 26 through 35. St. Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 35. Again, I'll be reading from my beloved King James Version of the New Testament Scriptures. Um, Yeah, that is just my favorite. I love the flowery language, the thous and the thuses and the therefores and the wherefores. Love it. All right. Starting at verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And with that in mind, we shall talk about if Mary could do it. 
if Mary could do it. Now we've got three points and we will be right out of your way. So we're going to talk about today. First of all, Mary's awkward situation. Mary's awkward situation. Let's look at verses 27 and 31. Awkward. The word awkward means causing difficulty, hard to deal with, hard to understand or explain, often embarrassing or uncomfortable, a bit of a quagmire or a quandary, a sticky situation. Come on, a complex circumstance. Today, we would say something like it's complicated. Well, what exactly is going on in Mary's life to be such an awkward situation? Well, what is happening to cause this quagmire or quandary? Well, first of all, the Bible says that Mary is a virgin, a virgin. Of course, we know that means one who has never had sex, one who was untouched. In other words, Mary was a good girl. She wasn't fast. Fast, F-A-S-S. Them girls were so fast, they couldn't even find the T. <laughs> she wasn't fast. She listened to her mother when her mother said, when you sit, sit slightly to the side with your legs crossed at the ankle. She listened when her mother said, choose your friends wisely. She listened when her mother said, all that glitters ain't gold. And she listened when her mother said, don't give the cookies away before marriage. Yeah. Don't give the cookies away. Mama said, keep the cookies. No contact without a contract. <laughs> Mama said, keep the cookies. And she kept the cookies. And now, after a lifetime of doing things right, of living all she knew, obeying God and her mama, this happens. We come to this. Anybody's life ever come down to this. <laughs> She's in her own house. Now picture her minding her own self business. I mean, she had every intention of waiting till her wedding night. She is now engaged to a wonderful young man. His parents are proud to welcome Mary into their family and her parents are proud to welcome him into theirs. He asked. She said, yes. She went around singing Kelly prices. He proposed to me. They've already had the engagement party. The wedding invitations are all sent out. Come on. They're just waiting on the RSVPs. Why do we take so long to send back the RSVPs? Don't do that. Just, just send it back so then people can plan right. All right. The church is booked. The hall is reserved for the reception. The DJ is coming. And the food is to be catered by the best caterer in Nazareth. And now this. This. The angel says... Um, in other words, I know you're a virgin, but you're going to get pregnant before your wedding day. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to name him Jesus. No, he's not going to be Joseph Jr. Mm -mm. And then on top of all that, um, Joseph will not even be the father. So, you know, deal with that. Somebody say awkward. Um, uh, while we talking, let me throw this in for free. What do you do? When after doing what you thought the Lord wanted you to do, this happens. What do you do when you follow the playbook and it culminates in this? Something you can't explain. Something that is totally beyond your ability to comprehend or control. 
it's embarrassing. How is she going to tell her bridesmaids? Girl, I, I, I got to explain. I got to tell you something. How is she going to tell her mama? How is she going to tell her father? How is she going to tell Joseph? Somebody holler awkward. Have you ever been in an awkward situation? If there ever was one, Mary was in one. Wouldn't you agree? Somebody say awkward. Come on, uncomfortable. Just just twist your mouth up. Awkward. You just feel bad for Mary. <laughs> we move from Mary's awkward situation to Mary's apparent trepidation. Verses 29 and 30. Verses 29 and 30. Now, let, let's look back at it. Apparent means obvious. Easily seen. Trepidation means fear. So she was obviously afraid in, in these verses. Look, look at verses 29 and 30. Now, of course, we started in verse 26. But by the time we get to verse 29, three verses later, Mary is scared. How do we know? The Bible says in verse 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. Troubled here is the Greek word diatarkte. Come on, diatarkte. Which means greatly troubled, utterly upset. Um, today is what we would say Mary was tripping. Or even better, Mary was shook. Shook to the core. Fearful, frightened, alarmed, perplexed, thoroughly distressed, disturbed through and through. I need you to get this picture. This wasn't no plaything. Mary was disturbed. Let, let, let me throw this in. Uh -huh. Have you ever had some news that just left you shook? News that distressed you so bad. It affected you so bad that, that you was just shook through and through. Like you was just being torn apart from the inside out. Ever been in a situation that no matter how you tried, that thing wasn't getting any better. The song said that problem that I had that I just couldn't seem to solve. I tried and I tried, but I just got deeper involved. No matter how she turned this thing around. Have you ever tried to right a wrong and it just kept getting worse? Ever tried to make sense out of something that just wasn't? Making no sense. Have you ever tried to pay bills when you ain't have no money trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents? Remember that? It, it, anybody here understand what Mary is going through? No matter how she turned this thing. Now, now look at it. Now, reasoning in her mind. Okay, I'm a virgin, but I'm going to be pregnant. Okay, wait. Pregnant, virgin. That don't go together. Wait a minute. Okay, father... The father of the baby, nah, um, Holy Ghost, not Joseph. Wait, one plus one is two, but carry the one. That does not go together. She turned it upside down, right side up, inside out, outside in. She just grew more troubled. Have you ever tried to make sense out of something, but it gave you even more of a headache? That's Mary. The Bible says she cast in her mind, how shall this be? What's going on? Somebody say shook. But now look at verse 30. The angel said, fear not. And ain't that just like God to come through when you're going through. 
to come through when you're troubled through and through. All it takes is one word from the Lord to cut through the madness and speak peace. Come on, you remember the disciples on the boat. In the middle of the storm, boat tossed to and fro. Somebody said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Jesus spoke a word, peace. Be still. Aren't you glad he still knows how to calm a raging sea? He spoke peace even in the midst of confusion. That, and that's a good place to bless God right now. Why? Because the Bible says God is a very present help in the time of what? Trouble. Mary was troubled. Diatarte. So when we are experiencing some diatarte, uh, the Lord is able to speak peace. Yes, even in the time of COVID-19 and people are shook, shook by the economic turndown, shook by the pandemic, shook by the isolation, the depression, the racism. God is still able to speak peace in a time of storm. Somebody say, yes, he's able. Now. We've looked at Mary's awkward situation. We've seen Mary's apparent trepidation. Now, let's look, if you will, at Mary's apprehensive interrogation. Mary's apprehensive interrogation. Apprehensive means skittish, anxious, nervous. Interrogation means a question. Verse 34 speaks about Mary's interrogation. Her, her question up to this point. Now, now, now pay attention here. Mary has said nothing up to this point. Mary has merely listened. I mean, the angel came to her and just started talking. It's not even really a dialogue. It's much more a monologue or a soliloquy, if you will. Up to this point, the angel is just talking to Mary. Now, 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 her emotions were going through the roof, to be sure. And she had said a lot in her mind. But up to this point, she had actually not said anything out loud. Look at it. For seven whole verses, from verse 26 to verse 34, Mary had been silent. For seven whole verses, she simply listened. And that's a word for us today, women. Sometimes it is best to be quiet. Just trust that the Lord knows precisely what you need when you need it. I heard the Lord saying, in quietness and confidence shall be your strength. And in your patience possess ye your soul. Tell your sister, be quiet. Sometimes the Lord does his best work when you learn how to shut your mouth. Tell your sister, shut your mouth. And, and that's see, I'm for real. I'm throwing this in for free. Women are verbal. We'd much rather talk it through. That's why when the relationship is, is, is kind of going sideways, we're the ones talking about, we need to talk. Come on, he ain't saying nothing. He, gone, he watching the game. You the one with all your vocabulary words. We need to talk. And it's not a bad thing, but there are some times that Jesus don't need your conversation. 
He does not need your words. He don't need you to open your mouth. He needs you to be quiet and listen. Don't interrupt because you might miss your marching orders. Tell your sister, be quiet. After the angel speaks to her, after the angel comes in and turns her world upside down, then she speaks. Oh, I said after seven verses, you do know that seven is the number of completion, don't you? After the angel completely turns her life upside down, after the angel completely unnerves her and frightens her to the core, after she is in a state of complete confusion, she opens her mouth and says in verse 34, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. This is her interrogation. She's got a question. Now, now let's look at what she didn't say. She didn't say no. She didn't say, listen, Gabriel, you got the wrong sister today. I, 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 my life is all planned out. This thing ain't going like this. I done already had the engagement party. I'm, I'm wearing the ring. I've been a good girl. Um, She didn't say, I'll get back to you tomorrow, Gabriel, after I try to explain this to my mama, my daddy, and Joseph. She didn't say any of that. Mary simply asked, how shall this be? Here's the lesson. God doesn't mind your fear. He minds your disobedience. Do it anyway. God doesn't mind your questions. He minds your excuses. Do it anyway. God doesn't mind your inability. He wants your availability. Why? Because God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Mary is showing us here that it's okay to question God. For after all, for after all who else are we going to ask? Each other? I'm going to ask you. Your life is as messed up as mine. No, tell your sister, I'm asking God. We got to tell God about it. He said, come, let us reason together. The Lord says, and, and this is the confidence we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He goes on to say, ask and it shall be given. Come on, seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. He who lacks wisdom, what does the Bible say? Let him ask of God who giveth liberally and upbraideth not. Jesus said, if ye abide in me and my word abide in you, ye shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. So we have seen Mary's awkward situation. How she was pregnant, though a virgin. We've seen Mary's apparent trepidation. She was afraid. The Bible says she was troubled at his saying, diatarte. It means she was shook. And we have seen Mary's apprehensive interrogation. She had a question. When the Lord comes and turns your life upside down, it's all right to have a question. And as we looked at those three situations in Mary's life, the Lord gave me this to close. I am reminded of the story found in Isaiah 6 and 1. The Bible says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. The question was asked, do we see the Lord? The theme for the Water Walking Women virtual conference was 2020 vision. I see him. 
as we looked at Mary's situation and now as we look at Isaiah 6 and 1, the Bible says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. The Lord told me to tell you, sometimes something has to die before we see the Lord. Sometimes the Lord may orchestrate something that will devastate us in order to get our attention. It may take something devastating in order for us to see the Lord. It may take the death of a loved one, may take the death of some things, may take the death of our pride, may take the death of our cute may take the death of our self-sufficiency, may take the death of our marriage, and it may take the death of our bank account. We may have to lose all the things we leaned on in order to see him. He may have to shake the scales off our eyes with sickness and suffering. He may have to scare us with a change in our circumstances. He may require us to undertake a journey no one understands. But I hear the Lord saying, if Mary could do it, Girl, you got this. Tell your sister, if Mary could do it, you can too. Why? Because the Bible says that God was with Mary. Let's look back at it. Look at verse 28. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. You can handle it because the Lord is with you. You can make it. Because the Lord is with you. If Mary could do it, I can too. If Mary could put her fear aside. If Mary could put her pride aside. If Mary could put her reputation aside and see God. Then if Mary could do it, I can too. At the end of the conversation with Gabriel the angel. Mary concludes in verse 38, and this is my souvenir. And Mary said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. What is the lesson tonight, Sister Bryce? The lesson is this. If after (laughs) all that Mary had gone through, if after her awkward situation, her apparent trepidation, her apprehensive interrogation. Mary can conclude, be it done unto me, even as thou wilt. If Mary could do it, so can you. God bless you women. I will see you next Tuesday. Be blessed.